for something you should not do, the apostle added. Sometimes a young man does not understand. <laughs> Perhaps he's encouraged by unwise or unworthy companions to tamper with that factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tamper with that He factory. might fondle himself oh. and oh, open God. that release valve. Oh my god. This you shouldn't do, for if you do that, the little factory will speed up. <laughs> again and again to release it. You can quickly be subjected to a habit, one that is not worthy, one that will leave you feeling depressed and feeling guilty. Resist that temptation. Do not be guilty of tampering or playing with the sacred power of creation. Keep it in reserve for the time when it can be righteously employed. Hello and welcome to Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast. This is your host, Jake Taylor. Um, to right at the top, uh, you can reach me at Not So Peter Priesthood on Instagram. Uh, you can also email me at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Uh, that's where you can send your um, moments with Mormons and your, <laughs> I don't know what that was, um, or your. <laughs> your stories if you want them read on the mini shows or if you just want to vent to somebody and you just want to tell somebody your story and get it out there to a, a reader because i wouldn't be a listening ear anyway i'm rambling now um so oh also if you can uh go ahead and rate review and subscribe on any wherever you get your podcasts i know for sure i'm on spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, so be a deer and, you know, give me that five star review, even if you hate me, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, I have Dusty back on the show. Hello, Dusty. How's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, just living the dream. <laughs> living that Canadian dream up there. Yeah, more so. Yeah. yeah. Yay, you love it. It's, you know, Easter and you're in how many, two inches of snow? (laughs) Seriously, like, it can stop. Like, I feel like it's like, oh, your delivery of snow for February has now been shipped. Sorry for the inconvenience. Like, (laughs) change my mind, send it back. (laughs) Refund, please. (laughs) Not okay with this. Not okay. Not okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we've been just kind of cold here so i'm over yeah. that we get like a day of like oh it's 60 70 degrees uh that's fahrenheit just mm. <laughs> mm. when i say 16 degrees oh, i would die <laughs> <laughs> um but then the next day it's like 30 or 40 degrees and it's like cool. just like zero-ish dry yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i knew that one yeah <laughs> that one's an easy one. <laughs> I know whenever you say like it's nine today, and I was like, that's sounds bad. But you have it's to like not. 
<laughs> add 32 or something i don't even know yeah, like, there's a whole formula and i learned it just like a few months ago in my math class and i was like oh that's how you do it i was like i'll never need that but then i have a canadian friend <laughs> who just tells me celsius <laughs> i'm just like ask my echo what it is and she tells me <laughs> <laughs> the people listening are probably like, what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> or the Canadians are like, um, silly Americans will do anything to not be like the rest of the world. So <laughs> you like posted like a meme or something of like Americans doing anything to not use the metric system because they were like, oh, the the whale, the um, or something. Whales are. Uh, the same size as two football fields or something like that, or two, and like the Americans will do anything not to use the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> you come within two football fields of the states and say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> America. <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh, it's so funny. <sighs> yeah, I have a moments with Mormons for you. Yes, my favorite part. um so and it seems like most of mine are coming from the gym because i think that's where i just interact with people i don't really i mean anyway um it's where you interact with people but like (laughs) um i just overhear things i don't have my earphones on or i'm just walking innocently through the locker room and i see garments and it's Anyway, um, so I was checking in at the oh cute cardigan cardigan. Um, oh, it's got that's very Canadian. It's got was that a reindeer? Oh, a reindeer or a moose? Maybe a moose. Reindeer, yeah. Uh, listeners don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, Dusty is wearing a cardigan. She's put on a cardigan and it has a little reindeer on it. It's cute. Um, very Canadian. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's winter still up In there. my igloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to chisel your way out of your, out of your house, out of your igloo every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually, there was times in our old house, because there was like a problem with like our eavesdrop, then like rain and stuff would like drip down onto our front door and it would like freeze our door handle so we just use like my air dryer like my hair dryer to like get it warm. <laughs> oh that's sad <laughs> <laughs> anyways back to the garment viewings in the gym <laughs> ew um i'd rather talk about frozen door handles um <laughs> i uh <laughs> so i was checking in at the front desk like you had to you know click your little badge or whatever and i um there was this, this uh they were this couple like you could tell they were like probably in their 50s i want to say and then they had their son it was definitely their son i found out you know pretty soon but like he was like in his twenties or something. So, um, and he was like, there's just, I was just innocently checked in and I hear over here, like, um, the lady at the desk, the girl at the desk was like all being all flirty kind of thing. She was like, all right, you're the one that just got back from his mission, huh? And I was like, Oh, 
walking away, walking away. Gross. And it was, it just made me think of like any other, anywhere else, anywhere else in the world, <laughs> you, you hear that, you'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I par- kind of wanted to be like, what's a nation? <laughs> you know, just be like, every time I hear something like that, I'm always, or like that, like that guy that was at the Barnes Noble that was like, do you have Book of Mormons here? Books? You know, I was like, what's, I should have been like, what's a Book of Mormon? <laughs> You got those from free from your cults? That's weird. Um, I thought you guys were just giving those away. Find the missionaries. <laughs> Did I tell you, before my sister left on her mission, she gave me, like, a Book of Mormon with, like, her testimony written in it? Oh, that's cute. I like it. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. And it was, like, very, like, I don't know. It was not, like, a personalized, like, anything to do with me. It was just, like, very... It was, like, scripted from, like, missionary training, I swear. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's weird. It made me feel very weird. Do you know what's funny? I just thought of, I have a whole thing. Like, I have a binder full of, like, my planners from my mission. I still have them somewhere. And I kept all my fucking letters. Like, all my letters. Shut so up. So, we got to do, like, an episode. Let's get, like, a whole, like series that we could do on that. Can you please go get your passport and get those and drive to my house and we will just like drink our way through them all. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be amazing. I know. I haven't looked at them in years, so it'd be hilarious to go through that again. Oh my God. I found my personal progress book in my hope chest. I was like Ugh. did you burn it? I'm just no. I was, like, going to check it, and I was like, this could make good podcast fodder, though. So yeah, I just yeah. tucked it back on in there. All right. <laughs> we'll just keep that trauma for later. <laughs> we'll work through it in therapy later. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my therapist? It was, uh, like, it's our very last session, and she was, like, I was, I'd worked through all this other stuff, you know, the reasons I was there, mostly, um, <laughs> come to find out cracked open a whole other Pandora's box like at the very end I was like ah shit because like she we got into the Mormonism stuff and she was like oh that's like your like core beliefs and stuff and I was like uh huh and she's like yeah. well this is our last session what do you like I don't uh, like do she was like, word. she's like I'm sorry but like you gotta find another therapist like as soon as you get out of here and I'm like oh, thank you <laughs> your therapist is like you need to talk to somebody <laughs> Like, um, doing? Can, can I just stay here for a little bit longer? <laughs> no? Oh, no. my God. I got recommended to a therapist and thought it, like, my dad had, like, set it up. Unbeknownst to me, it was, like, through the church and she was, like, an LDS, like, oh. grab you back in kind of therapist. It was... It was, Yikes. oh my God, it was so, it was such an experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it was so traumatizing. It was so bad. Like, thankfully I saw it right through after like three sessions and I was like, this is not going to work. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Listeners, just for a heads up, um, I'm not a, like a, I'm not like a practiced therapy, therapy goer, therapy, but it, 
therapeutic patient is I guess I've only been to one therapist ever in my oh, okay. life I guess is what I'm saying um so it's not like I have a whole lot of experience with it but what I do know is that you've got to find one that fits you and that I've works for you and it's um it's like dating you know yeah. you gotta find the right one you gotta find the one that vibes yeah maybe you know Maybe I'll have more luck with that than dating. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cool. And one that has like experience in what your trauma is about. Like yeah. if you can find like someone who like knows about high demand. Like cult, religious trauma. Religion, yeah. and religious trauma. Mm-hmm. Gold. Hold on to that therapist. Yes. It would be so incredible. Yes. The um, There are websites. Um, there's a website specifically that I know of, I can't remember, this isn't very helpful, but I've seen it because I've been walked through it before, but you can basically filter uh, yeah. through a therapist to find what you need. So um, that will help you pair up with a therapist that might fit your criteria better. So yeah, yeah definitely. Anyway. There's lots of, especially with like COVID and everything, there's lots of ways to like get therapy without going into an office, which is yeah, telehealth. Yeah. Yeah, so, so good. good yeah that's probably what i'm gonna end up doing because uh most of the therapists around here are probably gonna be mormon so yeah probably yeah and i ain't fucking with that so yeah. uh, you'll end up counseling them through their faith crisis <laughs> we're like by the way did you know this about j-dog <laughs> <We're> like what <laughs> Oh, guess what I brought to our session today? The CES letters. Have you seen you, this? You, you <laughs> see that, then you'll understand my, why my world crumbled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Too yeah. good. Anyway, so there you go. Ther- therapy is great for everybody. Everybody needs therapy. I'm about to get back into it, so. I'm a huge advocate uh, for therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh... Now, this is not a ten- this is a tangent I didn't expect to go on with this, especially this early. But um, we were so after my sister passed away, I can remember my mom saying, "You know, you could go to therapy, and we won't think less of you." Basically, is what she said, and I was like, um, "Okay, <laughs> like you could go to therapy too." <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah. Like, Hun, you lost like, a daughter. Come on. Yeah. Like I, so I had a stillborn, people who've heard my story, I had a stillborn and went to therapy and did not have like a relationship with that child post birth. Like I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine burying a child that you'd had that many years yeah, of memories years. with. Yeah. <laughs> like go to therapy, people. Go to therapy. There's our plug for therapy people um (laughs) you might need therapy after this episode so um just kidding you'll definitely need it um so (laughs) we are uh we're gonna talk about pornography one of my favorite things ever no i'm just kidding (laughs) clutch my pearls yeah (laughs) I do declare. What are we? I'm already giggling. I was going to go get boots just to like not be a giggle monster the entire time, but. Uh, yeah, I had a listener talk about my giggle today. Not yes, 
yesterday yeah yesterday it was like mm, it's fine anyway um i like your giggle <laughs> thank you <laughs> um so let's see the reason walmart um with my little sister and oh, yeah. we saw her one of her young women leaders and um later like apparently she the next day it was sunday and she approached my mom and said yeah uh giselle was with um was with a bodybuilder looking dude guy and i was like yes <laughs> my favorite thing <laughs> And I wasn't even, I was wearing a hoodie and gray sweatpants. So I was like, mm hmm, bodybuilding, quote, quote. I was like, you were looking at other things. Dirty, dirty. <laughs> it's the gray sweatpants that did it for me. But I was like, were you wearing gray sweatpants? And he was like, yes, I was. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Sally, you need to go repent. Yeah. It was a little, it was a memorable experience for her. Good thing she uh, went to church the next day. <laughs> That's amazing on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. So since Jake is walking pornography. <laughs> I'm walking pornography, especially in Rexburg, Idaho. So, <laughs> and, I mean, the bar's pretty low there. So, like, <laughs> I'm like a, let's see, like a LA two, maybe a three on a good day, but like a, I'm a, like a Rexburg twenty. <laughs> but I always said I'm too dumb for New York and I'm too ugly for LA. That's why I live in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, when I lived in San Diego, I was definitely felt very dumpy there i was like oh god <laughs> yeah just yeah. walking around san diego i'm like Ooh. oh my <laughs> I, am a, I am a homely woman <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> i feel good here though i'm like okay yeah eat it up anyway um so <laughs> so then dusty and i got talking about uh <laughs> pornography as we do, you know, because that's like a, I don't know. We talk about random shit all the time. So. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, didn't we somehow get on the subject of Mormon porn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was part of a group chat. Remember? Oh, and I, was, yeah. and I took a screenshot because I was, and listeners, okay. So I was, I have Bluetooth on my phone, obviously, and my car. And um, I'm sitting here, like, telling Dusty, and it was Katie from Not So Molly Mormon, and we're in a group chat together. And um, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why we were talking. Why did I even do this? Anyway, so I was like, have you guys seen, what was it? Somebody said something about a cute missionary on a billboard. Was it Katie that said that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, Mormons are, like, Mormon missionaries are, like, totally fetishized, and, like, it's a huge uh, porn thing. Like, there's a whole fucking web, like, studio dedicated to it, and it's called Mormon Boys with a Z. 
And so, listeners, okay, I was in my car, you know, as one, it, yeah, I don't even know what I was doing. Anyways, but I, obviously, as you do, I looked it up on my phone, went to Pornhub, gay Pornhub. No, <laughs> I don't go to that straight shit. Um, but I, um, <laughs> I went and pulled up. <laughs> Dusty's dying. I pulled up a video just so I could screenshot the beginning of it for them and show them as if they needed proof <laughs> that I was telling the truth. <laughs> we were gonna fact check you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's better because so I sent the screenshot and I blocked out the so okay, listeners, this this uh the opener for this is you see this man's crotch area and he's wearing uh, garments, obviously. And he like adjusts himself and you can see everything because they're the meshy ones. And, um, (laughs) and then it says Mormon boys underneath his, underneath his dick. So then um, I (laughs) was like, well, I can't, I feel weird. Like just sending this to them. Cause like, the penis under our garments. Thank you. You're welcome. It's what you never wanted, but here it is. <laughs> Not the dick pic I've ever wanted. <laughs> Talk about trauma for you. Because you've <laughs> well, for me, too, because I'm just like, it reminds me of the mission. But, you know, it's like, oh, anyway, that's another story. Um, So... <laughs> So then I took the time to put it into an editor and then draw, scribble out the peen and then send it to Katie and Testy. (laughs) And then it was like kind of crickets for a bit. And I was like, well, maybe that was a mistake, but I stand with my decision on that. And then, so I look up (laughs) display on my console this was a few minutes later too like i had been like i had been back on my phone doing other stuff i got out of there because i was like i feel weird doing this in public i got in got out you know and so then i I look up well still oh but also the little background music on the little opener is come come ye saints oh god so a whole different meaning to that one. <laughs> I feel like that's the end of this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, I look up at my display on the console and it says twink threesome with <laughs> daddy priest or something like that daddy i don't know i was just like oh my god and then i was like is it still playing so then i like i go back to youtube and it's still on there but it wasn't play- like i was like and that starts playing again and i was like oh no 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 and then i uh it wasn't youtube it was back on the on my internet on the phone and i was like um it's like i gotta get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. 
So there was, and then I sent a screenshot of that. I took a picture of the console, and I said, just so you know, this was on my console. <laughs> You're welcome. And then Katie was like, I don't. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. You guys are. Uh, like, anyway. It's like a cop like, tapped on your window. <laughs> like, what are you doing in there? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> cocaine. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> oh, God, I'm crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I just love so much that you, like, edited her poor innocent eye. I know. Well, I was just, I mean, yeah. I didn't want to, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it wasn't that, mm, anyway, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I don't know. You were so pretty. Yeah. For being traumatized by garment glad peen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Fleshy peen. Oh God! Uh, so yeah, that's also where this episode <laughs> came from. So, <laughs> oh, but Lord. that brings in that like the whole thing. Okay, so be real. When I was coming out, that was like I was like, oh, this is kind of I'm actually okay with this, you know. I was like, oh, and now. I see it and I'm like, oh hell no, Mm-mm. no, gross, get that, because yeah. it's not sexy to me at all. I mean, and I don't know. Like, is I, it found to be sexy? Like, I don't understand. I mean, first of all, I'm not a gay man, so let's just throw it. Okay, so it's funny because they have like it's always like temple-y things that they do, like temple, like it's supposed to be like secret ceremonies that they do but they end up like fucking oh. so then and it's usually like some older guy in like a like a white shirt white tie and everything and then like a younger guy that's like being initiated into something or you know and that kind of thing so just as and, creepy as like the actual yeah it's cool. super yeah, cool. yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then uh sometimes it's uh missionaries too so it's like a little combination of those yeah there's a whole i remember there's a whole i should probably finish that (laughs) sentence um there's a whole series to the (laughs) um like where they're like storylines of like elder so-and-so and then like like it's like it was a movie or something but then you see like the i don't know any storylines in porn kind of I guess I don't know. I just know that there's like uh, <clears throat> I didn't follow it obviously on this one, but yeah. Um, so the um there's this this is a this offshoot here, a little tangent, not tangent. It still has something to do with this, but like there's this website. It's really popular. It's men.com, and it's. Uh, they're known for being super ridiculous, though. Like, they're the ones that do, like, the not in front of my salad kind of that kind of porn, where it's like there's literally, like, somebody just chilling. Like, 
like it's like the wife is right there or something and she's like acting all nonchalant and just like she's so focused on something else and then her husband and this her this guy this other guy that's like visiting or like fucking right right in front of her and i'm like okay that's that's, weird that's weird (sighs) yeah anyway um wow so yeah there we go um (laughs) (laughs) but there's also straight mormon porn too where they're like yeah where there's women in their like whole the whole and everything and all that like get up you know and oh my lord with the like stockings and the slippers and the the dress and the robe and the apron yeah and the thing yep and then the yeah and the veil veil. yeah yeah i don't know if they actually i haven't actually seen it i've just heard about it because why would i why would i be watching that For research, maybe I don't know. For this episode, no, <laughs> no. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't need to research porn. <laughs> I have enough experience in that. <laughs> oh my god! I got this one down. Pat. <laughs> actually, not about the therapy thing. I'm not a professional, but the porn, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I told Jake you didn't have to talk to me about this because I do not partake in porn. I don't have a problem with it. It's just never been, like, my thing. My only thing about porn is if they're both consenting adults and being paid properly. Yeah. Go for it. Safety measures are taken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all of that, as long as it's above board, like, as long as they're, you know, legal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just never been... Never been my thing. My ex was like pretty into some rough stuff, and that kind of bled into our marriage. So yeah, I've never really, I don't know, never really appealed to me. So yeah, that's understandable. I um see and okay, so I feel like so I got into porn like pretty young. Like I can remember doing the whole dial-up thing. <laughs> And everything <laughs> and like sneaking down to the family computer while everybody was asleep watching porn and i wouldn't watch okay how would i how did i not know i was gay but i'm like i don't want to watch straight porn because that's disrespectful to the women <laughs> i would tell myself that i'm like oh i don't i feel weird about like watching a woman because that's like disrespectful i'll watch two men it's fine <laughs> how did you not how did you not know i don't know that combined with the what was the other thing my revelation the other oh the fact that you never looked at women as walking pornography because they had short skirts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, oh honey <laughs> yeah i never said i was smart but you know it's fine <laughs> well when you're like raised your whole life that it's wrong and evil it's of course you weren't going to be like, yeah, I'm this thing. Yeah. The denial was strong with this yeah. one. So, um, <laughs> but I'm not alone in that because it's a pretty, uh, common thing among 
gay Mormons for them to take a while and also like for them to like not accept it. Some yeah. of them never accept it. So, you know, I'm in this um, like XML Facebook group and somebody had posted this whole like testimonial from a gay Mormon man who's married to a woman and he's still being on his authentic self. And he knows that it's just, he's not actually gay. It's just his trial in his life. And I would like, felt like physically ill to my stomach. Like, so right when I was coming out, that was kind of the, um, the popular, I guess, uh, rhetoric that the church was giving was kind of this, um, First of all, I called it same-sex attraction, and so it was always which, and then um, yeah, and I've always hated that. Um, that how what am I talking? That phrase and um, words. It's fine. Um, I and then now they've got the whole mixed orientation relationship, which I'm like, the fuck, no. Um, the only the only way I can accept a mixed or well no can't can't even do it then I was gonna say like a bisexual person with a heterosexual person I guess that would be a mixed orientation but that's yeah. like they're actually attracted to each other yeah but like a homosexual and then a heterosexual they're not gonna they they're unattracted well one yeah. the heterosexual would be but like there's it's a one-sided attraction. Like, yeah. just... Or they have to do something to, like, because I've heard of relationships where, like, the, I can't remember what her name was, but she is le- a lesbian, but she's married to a man. Like, she realized her sexuality after, like, leaving the church and stuff, but she's decided to stay with her husband because of, like, their mm-hmm. emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And, like, they work at their relationship to, like, so she's also fulfilled even though she's not necessarily like turned on by him or whatever. I thought it was really oh, yeah. interesting. So I guess like that yeah. kind of, I, I don't know. It's so, and again, like it's nobody's business, but theirs in their own yeah. time. Right? Like, I was going to say, um, I'm sure it's just like when I look at, um, see polyamory and open relationships, that kind of stuff. That's, um, I have my own personal opinions about that where I, and it's not that I don't understand it because I do, I've done enough research, research, and I've done, um, I've even kind of dabbled in it and I just, I've discovered that it's not for me, you know? And so, um, and whether or not that's, you know, the whole, this Mormonism, you know, thing that they drill into your head that you have to find the one person, even though we, there's, as a man, they still, you know, polygamy is a thing so basically but like um they still kind of drill in your head that you have to find the one the one woman to be your eternal companion you know yeah. and that's like, have you ever heard of a missionary being released and not told to go get married yeah no go find your wife like i've never i've never heard of a, like a missionary being not being told okay now you've been released go find a wife yeah, well, and even on your mission, um, my mission president, they do a last interview with you, and that's the whole talk, is just, you've done your mission, now your next mission is to find a wife, you know, and it's just, I can remember being so uncomfortable in that, you know, knowing that it was coming, and I just was like, 
uh, okay. And he, like, I left kind of jazzed up thinking that I would, like, oh, yeah, I could do that, you know, find a woman, you know, and it's finally here, you know, and then um, then I get home and I'm, uh, yeah. Anyway, go to BYU-Idaho to find, I actually went to BYU-Idaho to find a wife. That was one of the reasons I went there and thinking that, like, if I go to a Mormon school, I'd find a good, uh, a good worthy woman, you know, and um, maybe she could help me, you know, get mm-hmm. over this, this thing, you know, this problem, quote unquote, you know, and so, yeah. but that's so much pressure on me, it's pressure on the woman, it's not fair to either of us, I mean, no. and that that's yeah. where I came to, but like, I do know just what I was getting at with like the polyamory thing is like, it does work for people. There are, I feel like there's definitely different avenues for everybody. And I, because people are different. Um, Some people can't do monogamy and some people, you know, they, um, they want the, they want to live that heterosexual lifestyle. They don't actually want to be gay. And so, yeah. So they make it work however they need to, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not always necessarily a bad thing, I guess, but for the I longest like, time I, I thought it like was. A lot but... of parties, again, are consenting and informed and aware, and it's an open mm-hmm. and transparent relationship. Yeah, go for it. If that works for you, absolutely. But as soon as it's like sneaking and like putting that pressure on somebody else to like make it work for you, that's a lot. That's just asking for failed relationship unfortunately yeah um well and i guess to kind of segue into back to like pornography where it was just um the church seems to teach like there's a lot of i have some quotes that i'm going to read to you here in a bit but the um all my like i can remember the priesthood sessions always brought up pornography at least once you know it was always something it's definitely drilled into the priesthood side to like oh, wow. stay away from pornography and um they give you this impression that like if you look at it once you know you're losing the spirit and you're doing something wrong and uh, you're like gonna just looking once is like gonna cause an addiction for life you know and can you can you become addicted like i've heard people say like oh because they had a porn addiction and I think like anything can become addictive because it becomes like habit forming or like you can't live your life normally because of it. But like, I feel like a a true porn addiction is something that's like very uncommon. Yeah. So when I think of like an addiction, I think of something that's like, it becomes intrusive in your life. Like you can't. Yeah, out of work to. Yeah. Yeah. We did in my first episode with Carly, she talked about her yeah. This guy that she was dating that was actually he was he had to watch porn at work. So that's like to me that's yeah. a true porn addict. But like I think that people think that especially Mormons think that um just if you look at porn, you know, if you even look at it, you're gonna be addicted, you know, and there's this like myth that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like a much a lot of sex therapists um they want you to look at porn because that's like a it's a healthy expression of sexuality usually you know like like you were saying if they're all consenting adults and they're all 
it can be healthy and it can be healthy for a sex life for a couple for people you know to like watch together or like um you can let your partner watch it and they can do whatever that you know mm-hmm. and it's not going to be i mean I, I understand your experience was different but like yeah mine's, um, mine's very different yeah i it can be healthy though oh. um yeah it just kind of depends on what kind of porn they're watching because there is I'm not saying there's not bad porn out there because there is like yeah anything that I, has degrading undertones or abusive undertones yeah not, I pass not cool. I there is this um, kind of trend in gay porn um, a lot of un of not consensual sex where they're like um, they sneak up on somebody that's sleeping and they start you know doing things to them. Oh, that's I don't like that. Yeah, or um, somebody is, uh, let's see, there's, I'm trying to think of an example, not like a specific example, but like kind of just a general like idea of like somebody does some, they fuck up, like they, um, you, uh, oh, like, or somebody can't pay for something, like they're like, oh, I'm broke, like, oh, I owe you money. Yeah. yeah, I owe you money. You owe me my money, and then, well, there is one way you can pay me, and then they force them to have sex with them, you know. And I, and they, there's usually the slapping involved, and I, don't, I don't like that. So I just. No, I don't like that. Yeah. No. So, um, but there are healthy ways to. You oh, know. I would think, especially if you were like a couple that had like a Mormon couple, say, and you got married and you left the church and now you're trying to like figure out how to have like a healthy sex life that's like exciting and entertaining and fun mm-hmm. and yeah. don't know where watch some porn, see some things, yeah. try it out, yeah. you know, go yeah. for it. Why not? The church teaches you that it's sex is just for procreation. And yeah. so and it's not supposed to be fun or pleasurable. It's supposed to and you're not even supposed to have oral sex because that would be just wrong it's dirty i guess like they make you yeah. i don't know yeah. like, i remember um, somebody mentioning that that it's like oh it's so dirty and i'm like oh okay ooh, okay um so <laughs> fun little uh tangent um it goes along with this actually the, the <laughs> when i worked at barnes noble um i think i told you about this oh um, the book yes yeah the book so um I was shelving in personal growth and there's a section in there for sexuality and, and there's this massive book and it's called the the guide to getting it on. And on the front is this cartoon of, and it's looks kind of like comic booky, but like the, um, the guy is like, you can see this couple and the, the woman's like, legs are wrapped around his waist or something and then on the back it's the same couple but they're like in a totally different position and it's even more like provocative and stuff and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> so i was intrigued so i start flipping through it i'm like oh my god and it had pictures like very vivid detail pictures cartoons of vaginas and dicks i was just like and like smiling vaginas you know and i'm just like oh <laughs> vagina. okay cool um <laughs> and it went into everything like where the and it like even had a diagram of the of all the the lady parts <laughs> the, all the plumbing <laughs> where to find the that uh, the clitor clitoris 
And, uh, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of men don't even know that there is one, so you're one up on them. <laughs> I, what was it? I just saw this thing today where this, um, it was a TikTok, where it was like remembering the time a patient came in with, brought his girlfriend in because she ha- he found a lump down there oh. and come to find out it was the, her clitoris. <laughs> Okay. Are they? Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, so I that book. It, it, I was at first. I was like, "Is this all just straight stuff?" You know, I was just like, "Ugh, gross, gross." But I mean, it was fine. It was funny. It was. I was giggling like a little schoolboy, but I was just like, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> Then I showed my friend it and traumatized her because she was just like, oh she's like, I just do it. I don't like, <laughs> she's like, I don't think about all this. And I was like, well, this is the whole guide. Like, it's the guide. The whole guide. It's the Bible of sex, basically. And um, later on, it does like have like lesbian sex, gay sex, like all that stuff. So, oh, anyway. cool. Look cool. it up at your Barnes Noble listeners. It's a little pug for you. We, I don't know if it was given to us as like a joke or something. It somehow ended up in our house, but it looks it looks like a Bible, and it's the <laughs> sex Bible and has like different oh. positions and stuff. Yeah, and we like thought it was really funny. I don't know what happened to it. Maybe we we gifted it to somebody because mm-hmm. we're fat. <laughs> <You're>, oh, <laughs> like we have it in our nightstand. We look at it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like flipping through it and being like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Like, why not, right? It's like a clapellation 6 9. <laughs> and then there's the Sex Book of Mormon, and it's all missionary style. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ew. I mean, there's a time and place for that, but there's, I mean, anyway, but the, um, <laughs> I mean, missionary's not so bad, but. <laughs> wrong with it. There's definitely nothing wrong with it. Again, as long as both parties are like into it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, don't have to break the ceiling fan. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's these lovely quotes from, <laughs> you want to get into this? Oh, this is from LDS prophets, uh, Mormon prophets. Not all of them are prophets, I guess. Um, there's some, there's, oh, okay. So Thomas S. Monson said, stay completely away from pornography. Do not allow yourself to view it ever. It has been proven to be an addiction, which is more di- more than difficult to overcome. So there's, and that was in 2011. What sources, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I am my own source. I'm addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some of them, like, they bring it up so much. Just like how, you know, Dallin Homophobic Oaks always talks about gay people has to bring up being gay 
I feel like that means he's gay, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, there's a lot of these men that bring up pornography a lot. And I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What were you doing last night, dude? I don't want to know, but, like, kind of. Anyway, nope, don't want to know. Um, That's going to look rent-free in your heads for the next few minutes. <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. Go to therapy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this one's, okay. God, I read this one. And, okay. Yeah. Jeffrey R. Holland. Ooh. Lovely, lovely man that he is. Um bleh. One of our national associates in this fight against pornography wrote, When I ask men who are sex addicts if they would want their wife or daughter to be in porn, 100% say no. They want it to be somebody else's wife or daughter. Isn't that gross? That's really gross. I don't even like that he said that. Yeah. No. So then, the whole... So, the thing with pornography that the church brings out is that it's they demonize it. It's a lot of fear mongering, a lot of um, you're a dirty, dirty person if you look at it, you know, and Satan will have power over you. So, this is what uh, Richard G. Scott said in 2009 Satan has become a master at using the addictive power of pornography to limit individual capacity to be, to be led by the spirit. So, you lose the spirit if you. Satan will have power over you. The onslaught of pornography, just the verbiage that he uses is just, anyway, the onslaught of pornography and all of its vicious, corroding, destructive forms has caused great grief, suffering, heartache, and destroyed marriages. It is one of the most damning influences on earth. Uh, whether it be through the printed page, movies, television, obscene lyrics, vulgarities on the telephone, or flickering personal computer screen, pornography is overpoweringly addictive and severely damaging. We can't read Ice Barbarians anymore. Oh no, the smut. Mm, Still gonna read it. We're taking pornography because I read smutty. Yeah. I'm going to hell. Uh, kind of hell. Outer darkness. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's your porn addiction. It's your your smut addiction, Dusty. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the most damning influence on Earth, apparently. Apparently. Well. Um, oh, okay. Russell M. Nelson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He brings in the Book of Mormon, because, of course, uh, when I think of the Book of Mormon, I think of the word power. No, I don't. Uh, the truth oh, for of great entire cultures. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Power. Power. Uh, you know, falsehood. It's cool. The same, 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 different. Uh, the truths of the Book of Mormon have the power to heal, comfort, restore, soccer, strength, console, and cheer ourselves. No, wrong. My dear brothers and sisters, I promise that as you prayerfully study the Book of Mormon every day, you will make better decisions every day. I promise. Okay, I'm not going to read all that because he says, I promise that as you daily, you daily immerse yourself in the Book of Mormon, you can be immunized against the evils of the day, even the gripping plague of pornography and other mind-numbing addictions. So yeah, it's that same. <laughs> what? If you read the Book of Mormon every day. You have no other time between your callings and your 14 kids and your job that you have to have because you have 14 kids and cleaning the church buildings. And yeah, 
course you want to have time to watch porn. Yeah. Of course, that whole rhetoric of, oh, you just got to read the Book of Mormon. That'll that'll, uh, change everything for you. And also, or, and then you got to pray. You got to pray on top, because that'll make everything better. Everything better. Cure all for everything. Depression? Read the Book of Mormon. Suicidal? Book of Mormon. Uh, Use of Read the Book of Mormon and pray. (laughs) You weren't praying hard enough. Yeah, that was it. That's why he smacked me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, go to therapy. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the main theme here. I thought the the main theme would be more pornography themed, but it's therapy. <laughs> Go to therapy. Yeah. Sex therapy, normal therapy, it's fine. Yeah. Art therapy. <laughs> I take my kids to play therapy. <laughs> Dog therapy. Oh my god, I would love that. Petting all puppies. Oh. They bring dogs in for kids in our in my son's school, so the kids can read to the dogs. Because they're like nervous to read. Oh. Yeah, so they read to the dogs. Oh. Is that not the cutest thing you've ever heard? Adorable. I know. <sighs> we don't deserve dogs. See, that's the anyway. Um, <sighs> not to bring it back to this, but. <laughs> After we talk really about, just think about that. puppies, people, everybody. While I while I read this, and then you'll go get your dog if you have one, and just hold it close. Snuggle it, just give it little pets. We'll rub the ear, it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll get through this together. Uh, most people in trouble end up crying. What was I thinking? Well, whatever they were thinking, they weren't thinking of Christ. Yet, as members of His church, we pledge every Sunday of our lives to take upon ourselves His name and promise to always remember Him. So let us work a little harder at remembering Him. That was at a general conference in 2010. That by Jeffrey R. Holland. Um, I think of not thinking of Christ, so being nailed to the cross takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> I mean, Jesus is usually portrayed as a really sexy man, so but he's white Jesus, so I don't know. If white that's... Jesus. Yeah. But he's usually really ripped, and I'm like, okay, all right. Who was it that put the picture of Jared Leto up for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would go to church for him. Yeah. You know, people do kind of, he has like a cult following of his band, the 30 Seconds to Mars. So. Oh, 30 Seconds to Mars. I love them too. Oh, um. Oh, okay. So this is great. Um, my whole vision, my whole perception of GBH, Gordon, isn't it Bittner, Hinkley? Yeah, Bittner, yeah. Um, is all changed thanks to Sarah and Katie. Shout out <laughs> to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. Thank Thanks you for welcome. ruining my whole. My whole child. Adolescence. <laughs> he was like our he was like our prophet basically yeah, for right yeah. forever too. Um yeah. but like okay, so he says our bodies are the work of our creator. When we abuse them, we abuse him. So he's referring, obviously, to pornography, but also to masturbation, I'm pretty sure. Because um, they, they talk You know the whole okay, so uh, President Kimball, this is not the part of the 
Oh, maybe it is. Nope. But this is, this goes along with what we're talking about. It's from the Miracle of Forgiveness. Uh, this is going to put you all in therapy again. So, um, <laughs> most youth come into contact early with masturbation. Many would-be authorities declare that it is natural and acceptable, and frequently young men I interview cite these advocates to justify their practice of it. <clears throat> To this, we must respond to the world's norms in many areas, drinking, smoking, and sex experience, generally to mention only a few, depart increasingly from God's law. The church has a different, higher norm. Thus, prophets anciently and today condemn masturbation. It induces feelings of guilt and shame. That's because you induce those feelings. Anyway, it is detrimental <laughs> to spirituality. It indicates slavery to the flesh, not that mastery of it and the growth toward godhood, which is the object of our mortal life. Our modern prophet has indicated that no young man should be called on a mission who is not free from this practice. Oop, my bad. While we should not regard this weakness as the heinous sin which some other sexual practices are, it is of itself bad enough to require sincere repentance. What is more, it too often leads to grievous sin, even to that sin against nature, homosexuality. For done in private, it evolves often into mutual masturbation and thence into homosexuality. So... Oh. In 1969, the masturbation leads to homosexuality. That's okay, I found the factory one. It was Boyd oh, K. Packer, that's why. Ah, okay, yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> All right. This, oh, I feel so icky reading this. The <laughs> moves quietly into operation as a normal, unexpected pattern of growth that begins to produce the life-giving substance. <laughs> I mean, but I hate that. I don't like how he's phrasing that. Okay. Yeah. It will do so perhaps as long as you live, for the most part, unless you tamper with it. You will hardly be aware that it is working at all, Packer said. As you move closer to manhood, this little factory will sometimes produce oh an oversupply of the substance. Oh my god. Oversupply of substance? It's a. Uh, what's the surplus of. <laughs> oh god. Oversupply. The Lord has provided a way for that to be released. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> without any help or without any resistance from you. Perhaps one night you will have a dream. In the course of it, the release valves that control the factory will open and release all that is excess. I feel like this is like an awkward parent teaching their child about the birds and the bees, their son. And like, oh, yeah, so there's this factory. <laughs> All right, it's worse. Okay, good. Oh, there is, however, something you should not do, the apostle added. Sometimes a young man does not understand. Perhaps he's encouraged by unwise or unworthy companions to tamper with that factory. <laughs> yeah, tamper with it. He might fondle him. Oh. <laughs> and oh open god. that release valve. Oh my god. This you shouldn't do, for if you do that, the little factory will speed up. <laughs> again and again to release it. You can quickly be subjected to a habit. One that is not worthy, one that will leave you feeling depressed and feeling guilty. Resist that temptation. Do uh, not be guilty of tampering or playing with the sacred power of creation. Keep it in reserve for the time when it can be righteously employed. 
<laughs> okay, I'm still stuck on the word fondled because that's just. But like, you gotta keep it in reserve for when it's righteously employed. Deployed? Employed? Employed. Employed. The little factory. They retired. The Mormon church retired little factory pamphlet in 2016. Oh, it was a... Really? Yeah. That recent? Yeah. Because Packer died in 2016, so probably would have been pissed off if they'd like... Jesus. Oh. I feel I feel icky. Anyway, um well, don't call your police valve. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm gonna use as a come on line now. Be like, so uh you wanna Hey there, sexy, can I fondle your relief <laughs> valve? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna try it on Patrick, I'll let you know how it goes. There you go, yeah. Report back to you. <laughs> I'm probably going to put the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, like, have you been drinking? <laughs> You're not allowed to talk to Jake on Skype anymore. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, my God. So, there was, like, a lot of emphasis on this, on you guys growing up. And, like, girls, I don't remember... I remember, like, oddly being sprinkled in, like, in Sunday school lessons, but, like, it was not, in my recollection, I don't remember it ever really being a subject of discussion. Oh, it was always discussed. Not, like, so I can remember, um, like, in church, like, actually, like, um, you go to church, I can remember it kind of, but, like, it was always kind of, like, it's awkward, like, conversation kind of thing but it would be brought up but like general conference like priesthood conference was always priesthood session always really always at least once twice a year for sure you were talking about it mm-hmm. That's oh yeah and there would be sometimes there would be multiple talks about it so it was like you just hear about it all the time and then uh, like uh even if they don't talk about it directly sometimes they'll just like bring it up and be like don't watch porn, pornography, pornography, you know, it's just like they drill that into your head. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. And so that was always, um, on the back of my brain when I would, when I would watch porn as a, you know, when I was younger and I'd be like, I would enjoy it obviously during. And then like after I'd be like, Oh, you know, the super guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I would always be like, oh, I lost the spirit, you know? And then um, it, I would, I don't know, I would go to church and I would, like, do the priesthood things, like the sacrament and stuff. And I would, I can't, so I was always very, um, I like, uh, looking back on it, like, very kind of, living a double life, you know, and, like, obviously not just as a gay man, but just, like, well, I guess, but, like, and I feel like a lot of, I mean, I was just, looking back on it, it's like, I was just being a kid, you know, yeah. just being, like, a, a teenager, like, dealing with these hormones and, like, all this stuff, you know, and, like, these feelings for men, you know, and, like, I was just, yeah. but, like, 
but hiding that, but also just like um, I would go to church and act like everything was rosy and oh yeah, I can take the sacrament. I can pass the sacrament. I can bless the sacrament. Everything's fine. I don't, you know, I didn't masturbate the night before, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like uh, people have these stories of like going to the bishop and like confessing that kind of stuff. I never did. I never did no. that because I never. Um, I was too scared for one, and it was just um, because I had like a, a reputation, but like I had a like a I never didn't want to disappoint people, you know, and I didn't. Um, well, and I would have opened a can of worms too, because then what kind of porn are you watching? Yeah, okay? and you were so, not going to admit that. Uh, going to reveal that, yeah. yeah. So um, it was like honestly, just like survival instinct i bet yeah self-preservation yeah for sure <laughs> and i so like <laughs> hard on <laughs> a porn thing because it's such a natural thing and so they're trying to like from like the beginning of puberty trying to drill into you that obviously your natural emotions and your natural tendencies are evil mm-hmm. that's so i've never thought of it before like that Cause it just wasn't part of my, like, it wasn't part of the rhetoric, right? When I was a, cause girls don't look at porn. Yeah, no, girls I aren't sexual beings at all. I'm in my room, in my bedroom wall because he was just pretty to look at. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> Still pretty to look at. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, um, just like going back to like the, this whole thing where they're, like, I never saw women as, like, walking pornography, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. uh, girls, and, like, they'd be talking about, like, I don't remember them distinctly talking about, like, watch your thoughts, you know, kind of thing. But it was, like, always there, you know? It was, like, kind of just, like, an implied, like... An undertone of it. Undertones of, like... Uh, and then um, I just... to. Uh, y- I think they teach men, young men, to, like you said, like avoid the natural man because they know that boys are <laughs> little horn dogs. So like with their factory settings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't release that valve. Ugh. Um and it starts young. Like it's a natural thing for like little boys to like it's it's healthy. It's you know yeah. like I remember a friend of mine, like she had girls and then she had a boy and she was like, it's like a little tiny erection. I was like, it's fine. It's called it's yeah. it's blood flow. It's healthy yeah don't worry about it you should be you should be like okay he's healthy that's good um yeah and i like i yeah i can remember like young super young like having those like having erections and like being like yeah it happens naturally it's just how your body functions like and they just immediately demonize it that it's mm-hmm. evil it's just your body yeah like why well, would you give us a body that was inherently evil then yeah well and that goes with uh their whole um thing about like adam and eve and like the fall and all that stuff and then they um because we're natural man so we're always fighting the natural man right and that's um so you've you've got to that's why the men need the priesthood, remember, because that's the, um, yeah, 
it all comes together. It comes back to that. And then um, the, what was it? There was a point to that. Um, I can just remember like in seminary too, like this whole, like while they're, while they're passing around the gum, you know, whatever, and talking about the women, mm-hmm. it's always, it's always about the, about the w- girls and young, you know, young, young women. That's what that's about. That's, yeah. it's never about men. No. It's not about the young men. Like they're, that's not aimed at them because, which doesn't make, never made sense to me. Like looking back on it, I'm like, the guys have sex too. And like they, but they're not dirty. Like they're, they're, yeah. They're the ones that, like okay no, <laughs> it doesn't it does not come. Yeah, feel like cupcakes with men and they're just cupcake with that came out weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. He said he said <laughs> that came oh, out weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is your muffin buttered? Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffin? <laughs> <laughs> mean girls. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need to watch that show. That movie. I love that. Not movie. aged well. Not aged well. Oh, I'm sure. So I can. It's funny because that came out while I was on my mission. I think. Pretty sure. And so I remember watching. I didn't watch it for like. It was on TV randomly, and I was like, I was glued to the TV. Like I was laughing, and like all, and I was just. My family would go come by, and they're like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Mean Girls." It's so great. Didn't know I was gay. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Also, random note. Uh, so I thought of the movie Empire Records the other day, the other day, and so I downloaded the soundtrack because right. I forgot all about. It. I love that movie, but like, and the soundtrack's amazing. But like, AJ, oh, dreamy, was his name AJ? The guy that yeah, he had like the oh. the '90s hair, like the that long kind of. Uh, anyway, the also he, he the grunge hair, yeah, and he has aged very well. He is still beautiful. So yeah. <laughs> I did my research on that one. <laughs> ADHD tendency to Google every single person in every single movie and find out everything about them. That's why I have IMD app on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, that was. Uh, that was that. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you enjoyed that and that, um, you know, go go to therapy, go pull up your, you know, Pornhub, whatever. It's free. You know, it's all free. So all go free. enjoy. I mean, if you're paying for porn these days, <laughs> I don't know. So... <laughs> There's a whole section in Barnes and Noble. So, okay, let me back up. So, manga is huge in the store I worked at, and um, I think it's one of the most shopped areas. And we got a new manager there who's very Mormon. Like she used to work at Ezra Book, and there's very uh, guys. There's a 
There is a manga, not judging. I actually am kind of intrigued. It's called Dick Fight Island. <laughs> and it's literally all, all these like adolescent young men, barely clothed, but they have like a sword over their their dicks, and they fight each other. And the um, the whole thing is whoever they win by being the last one to come. So if the, if you come first, you lose the little fight or whatever. But uh, anyway, so there's this whole competition and it's uh, anyway. So she didn't see that. My manager didn't see that one, but she realized that there were like some adult themed manga. And so she made us put those into like mature audience level manga so that they wouldn't be mixed in with the the other ones and then so it's kind of a 15 year old boy from walking the three steps over yeah okay <laughs> it's literally like right there by the like in the same aisle and everything like it's just okay cool anyway so <laughs> there's two books in that by the way dick fight island if you want to look it up dick fight island. <laughs> yeah <Perfect>. um, <laughs> Oh, next book club. Oh, yeah, there we go. Actually, I think we should do the ice uh, giants. Ice barbarians. Yeah, with their big schlongs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is it all right. the movie Varsity Blues where they talk about all the different names for a penis? In, like, the uh, health class or whatever. Is that what movie it is? I've never seen that, actually. What? I know. Oh, I oh shit. Just stop recording right now and just go watch it. Okay, then. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Just <laughs> go to therapy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. See ya. <laughs> Isn't James Vanderbeek in that? Is that what it is? I think so. I'm trying to remember who. I haven't seen him. He was a hot thing. He was Dawson. Dawson. I never. Mm, yeah. I never watched that show either. I just. Whatever. It was one of those shows that was like, oh, don't watch that because it's me, 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 me. It's yeah, James Van Der Beek, Paul Walker. Ooh, Paul Walker did Mm. (laughs) things. Yeah, yeah. He was creamy, terrible actor. I mean, I I can't can't talk about the dead that way, but I I will. But like, he was not that great. He's also raised Mormon. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Uh, and he could do all the things, even if dead or no, nope, can't say dead or alive. But I'm gonna say he was a beautiful, beautiful man. Um, <laughs> um, that show, my sister and I were like obsessed with it, where he's like on a road trip with his brother. Oh, shit. Um, uh, uh. IMDb, where are you? Um, so uh, he was in a movie called Deep Blue. Deep Blue. Okay, I got it. Okay, listeners, bear with us for a moment. We're gonna do a thing where we tell you all about Paul Walker. <laughs> this is the Paul Walker corner. Podcast <laughs> uh, now. Um. Shit. Uh, well, he was an eight below. That was... Oh, Into the Blue with Jessica Alba. Oh, yeah, he was. 
Yeah, that's true. And he's shirtless like 98% of the movie because it's like a diver movie. It was a, I actually liked that movie. Yeah. But, uh, not just because he's beautiful, but like it's actually, there's also Scott Kahn is in it and he's pretty, pretty good. Looking he's too. so funny. Yeah. So funny. Um, he was also in, did you see Meet the Deedles? He was in that? Yeah. What? <laughs> the one I was thinking that was Joyride, where they're like, being oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, with, uh, what's her name? Meet Sobolewski, who used to be a hot thing, and now we never hear from about her. Anyway. Yeah. That was a good movie, too. Yeah. Um, I can remember going to the theater for Fast and Furious. Me too. Thinking that it was like, oh, that's not going to go anywhere. That I was like, that was a fun movie, but I didn't think it would be like 10 movies later. Whatever. Right. I'm like, still talking about it 20 years after the fact. I know, they just keep making them. I heard rumor that the next one is going to go to space, but I don't know if that's, they were just kidding. Go to space. Oh my God. I mean, all right, listeners, we have definitely diverged into different territories. So, um, yeah, thank you, Dusty, for talking porn with me. Hey, anytime. Oh, it'll happen again, I'm sure. (laughs) You know me. The Mormon Missionary Fetish Corner. Oh, God. No, yeah, it's not a thing for me anymore, but, you know, anyway. All right, listeners, go to therapy. Watch the porn. Don't forget about it. Diddle your finger. I don't know. (laughs) Open your valve. Open your release valve. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, (laughs) bye-bye.